In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was void and without form. So we're going to forget about the earth right now. It doesn't exist. It's, it's void. There's nothing there. It's, it's totally nothingness. But let's look at that which is the heavens. Let's look at the spiritual realms, the spiritual creation that God first brought into manifestation. Out of God came all things. And the first all things that came into being is the spiritual universe. And as God began to put this action of loving into action to manifest the spiritual universe, God sent forth the aspects of God to begin to manifest, to begin to share, to begin to demonstrate, to begin to move that movement of loving to create the spiritual universe. And those aspects of God we've shared many times, loving, joy, peace, grace, gratitude, and so much more. These aspects that God sent forth from God into God's creation, the spiritual universe, reside within us. At the very seat of the soul, the very center of our true being, where the inner light and the inner sound manifest and dwell and express themselves, those same aspects of God dwell within us. So God sent forth into the spiritual universe these expressions of self, these aspects of God's beingness. And they began to manifest themselves into their fullness. And in one part of God's spiritual universe, you would experience the fullness of loving. In another level, you would experience the fullness of gratitude. In another level, you would experience the fullness of light and sound and so on and so forth, as you move throughout all these different areas, if you will, of the spiritual universe to experience all of God's manifestation, all of God's aspects. God did this in order to begin to move and to continue moving that element of loving that is God. God exists only because loving is ever moving ever existing and it is by the expression of that loving and the movement of that loving that God knows God and God manifests God and God is there will never be a time if you want to put it in that way where God is not manifesting the movement of loving if loving ever came to a halt if it ever stopped moving then there would be no essence of God in manifestation. And that's what the void realms were. The essence of God had not moved into that void, that phase that became what is called earth. But it was moving and stirring in the realms of the spiritual universe. Then God realized something, that he was sending aspects of himself, parts of himself out as loving to manifest, to create the spiritual universe. But as he was sending forth this action of loving out, there was no action of loving coming back to God to fulfill the movement of loving. And loving is always a process of giving and receiving. That's the fulfillment. 
then the circle, the cycle is complete and whole and it continues to flow in its own rhythm and timing. But it takes on a life, an essence, a quality of action that is loving. And so God then created what you might call the first emanation or the first child, the firstborn. And that is Sat Purush in some terms. It is the Lord of the soul realm as we know it. This was the firstborn, the first child of God that came out of God and manifested fully as an expression, a beingness of God. Not as an aspect of God. If I were to talk about any one of us here in this room or anyone that I know, I would have to talk about all the different aspects of your beingness in order to share something of yourself. If I just shared one part of you to somebody, they would go, well, that's not a person. That's just a part of somebody. What about the wholeness of them? Do they ever get angry? Do they ever get upset? Are they ever really joyful and laughing? You know, tell me the wholeness of them. So God sent forth an emanation, a whole part of God out into the spiritual universe to have expression, to have manifestation in order for God to love the child, for God to love this emanation of self, sought Purush as we know it. And in that way, that child could now love the Creator, the Father. It could love itself. And so that true movement of loving began in the realm of spirit. And in that moment, the realm of spirit was perfect and the realm of spirit was complete in its creation. And then everything just began to move and breathe in this action of loving, of giving and receiving and giving and receiving. And all things in the spiritual universe were in harmony and moving together and God was in the fullness of manifesting loving, sharing loving, being loving, doing loving. The firstborn, Sat Purush, is the creator of souls. Just as Sat Purush is an emanation of the Lord to go forward into this creation of the spiritual universe to have experience and expression in loving in this action of the creative principle of God, the spiritual universe. So that emanation of God began to create emanations of God. And that is soul. Soul is the emanation of God, just as Sat Purush is an emanation of God. And so Sat Purush began to create in loving soul. And we as soul are emanations of God manifesting out of Sat Purush as an action of loving. Now why would that be? Well, we are God's loving in action. We were put into action out of the heart, if you will, the spiritual heart of loving 
of Sat Purush, of the Lord of the Soul Realm, to go forward into all this creation that is the spiritual universe and to experience it fully and loving, to go forward now as these divine sparks of experience, ever looking up to the true creator of all things, knowing yourself as an emanation of God out of the child of God, out of this child that is an emanation of God. And we as emanations go now into the spiritual universe to have full experience of all that exists there. And off we go in joy. Off we go into this Garden of Eden to partake of all the fruits of the trees in this garden. And what is that? It's to go and experience all the different aspects that God has placed in movement, in action, in the spiritual universe. And off we go and we experience creativity and peace and joy and harmony and all that is the attributes that reside within our own beingness. We now go and bring them into fulfillment, bring them into manifestation by going to each one of these qualities of God that exist within the spiritual universe and allow those qualities of God that dwell within our spark to come into their fullness, to come into their manifestation. And in that way, we are ever living in that movement of loving, of loving God and God loving us. Because we are God in movement. We are that divine action of loving, ever moving, ever sharing, ever expressing. So off we go as these divine sparks of God into the realms of pure spirit to experience all that is there for us to experience. But then something happens quite marvelous, wonderful, horrific, whatever you might want to call it. And that is one aspect of God begins to warp upon itself and begins to believe itself to be the Lord and creator of all. And in that action, a battle ensues within this beingness, this aspect of God, often called the, the Lord of Reflectivity, Reflection. And this Lord, as it begins to warp upon itself and the aspects of itself of time and space, warping upon itself, begins to become self-centered and believing itself to be the true creator of all things, begins to challenge the Lord of all creation, wanting to sit upon the throne. And after a long period of time, that aspect of God is sent down into the void, that which is still unmanifested to create here. And it did. It came here and it created time and space. It created through the actions of reflection. <clears throat> and this creation came into being. Well, Sat Purush, sitting in the realm of soul, creating souls and sending forth souls to have experience in all that is of God, 
in manifestation in the spiritual universe, all of a sudden looks and goes, oh, there's another part. And God wants God to have the fullness of all. So God, as Satpurush, begins to send forth souls down into this creation to have experience here as well. And that's how we got here in this creation. Satpurush wanted God to have the fullness of experience and sent down emanations of God to have experience here, just as it has been sending forth souls into all the spiritual universe to have experience. And so the souls began to come down into this creation to have experience of this aspect of the Lord as well. Many of us, before we ever came down into this creation, partook of many of that which is in the realms of spirit. We partook of loving, of peace, of joy, of gratitude. We began to wake up into the fullness of the divinity that we are as these divine emanations of the Lord, these divine sparks soul. For some of us, we were newer creations as soul. And we were sent down here to have experience first. For those that knew the different attributes, the different aspects of God that existed within the realms of spirit and had partaken of the fruits of the Garden of Eden before coming into this place, they did not want to come down here. They cried out to the Lord, Sat Purush, the Lord, creator of all, and said, please, please, let me partake of these other aspects of your being, but let others have the aspect of this, not me. But the Lord God said, no, if I am to be whole and complete, I must experience my wholeness and in a complete way. And so even those that had been experiencing in the spiritual universe for a long time, all of a sudden were sent down into this aspect of time and space this quality of reflection. The one thing about this place that is different from all that which is of the spiritual universe and the aspects that reside there is the sense of separation. It is a different creation. And in truth, it isn't even a creation at all. It is just a reflection of the creation that is true. But for many that came down here, very few remembered from where they came and of their true nature. But the Lord did not want souls to come down here and get lost and forever be trapped in this school of experience. And so Satpurush sent forth certain ones into this realm of creation into this time and space, into this world of reflection, to hold the greater truth of who we are as soul, of who we are as divine emanations of the Lord. And 
those aspects of God, those spiritual teachers, come down carrying but one simple message, that you are divine, that you are a child of God. And they are ever repeating the same teaching, the same statements, the same words, over and over and over, through eons of time, that those that are ready might hear, that those that are ready might see, that those that are ready might choose to do this creation differently and begin to look inside rather than out. This creation is an outer focus. This creation is an outer desire. This creation is ever drawing us down and out from the truth of who we are in the spiritual universe, attracting, distracting, holding, imprisoning. But those sons of God, those who were sent forth as spiritual teachers into this creation that remember who they are as divine emanations are here to share that you are the same. You are divine emanation of the Lord. You are soul. You are spirit. And it is now time to wake up. It is now time to return home. Return home to the spiritual universe. And it is for the spiritual teacher in these realms to assist those souls that are ready to go home. Not everybody. Because not everybody in this creation is ready to go home. There are still experiences and lessons, opportunities to be had. As one person put it, this is a great park, and there's a lot of rides here to have. The key is, is to pay attention, and when you've used up all the tickets, don't go and buy more. Because... The Lord of this creation makes sure you use up all your tickets before you leave the park. So don't go and buy more. Don't go and create more karma for yourself. Don't create obligation to continue riding the rides. And there are souls on this planet today that have ridden all the rides and are still riding the rides, but they're bored with them. It's not fun anymore used to be fun. used to love getting on the Ferris wheel. used to love getting on the roller coaster. But now it's just boring. But there's no other rides to ride. There's no other place to go. seems like I'm stuck in this park. How do I get out of this park? Is there a better park? Are there better rides? Where do I go? That's what the spiritual teacher is here to do, to assist you in realizing that there's something more than this creation. There's something better than this place. It doesn't make this place horrible or terrible, but this is just one part of life experience of the divine soul within. There's much more to experience. And the spiritual teacher is, to, is here to help you to begin to have those other experiences, to wake up into the truth of that. But no one can give you the experience. You must have the experience within yourself 
And to do that, you must create the space inside yourself because this is an inner experience. This is about the inner creations to have that for yourself. The teacher is here to direct you, to guide you, to give you insight and understanding, to answer questions, to quiet doubt and fear so that you can truly begin to have the inner experience and to begin to walk that inner journey. And the inner journey ultimately leads you to one place, and that is the birth point of your own soul, which is the first emanation of the Lord, which we call Sat Purush. The first place where you begin to recognize the Lord God as true and real is at the seat of the soul, right here inside. We begin to see the inner light. We begin to hear the inner sound. We begin to get the inner direction from the spiritual teacher inside about this inner pathway. And the physical teacher in the world and the inner teacher inside is here to direct you to one point. And first, that is, to the seat of the soul and to awaken to the truth of who you are as a child of God. And then, to the very heart of Sat Purush in the soul realm, so that you come into the greater union with the truth of your own beingness, where you join together with the creator of your own being, which is Sat Purush, which is the Lord of the soul realm, where you unite once again into that place of union and realize that you are not separate, you are not alone, you are part of a greater one. That's where the union, the oneness, becomes totally apparent. And until then, there's still that experience of separation. There's still that experience of aloneness and that wonder why. Why am I alone? Why am I having to do this all by myself? Why do I feel like I want to be with something, someone, joined together, union together? It's because the soul knows it came out of a greater one. And the soul knows it's a part with this great action of all the souls journeying together back to this great oneness. And it is longing for that. And we as spiritual teachers and all the spiritual teachers of all time know that longing and know the answer to that longing and are here to answer that and to assist that soul that is longing and wanting to begin the journey to have the fulfillment to union once again with the divine creator of its own being, the Lord of soul, the creator of soul, and the soul realm. Then the next part of the journey is a very simple one. Sat Purush, once you have united with the Lord of your own soul in the soul realm, at the very beginning, at the doorway into the spiritual universe, now says, okay, now go into the spiritual universe and experience the rest that is God. There is so much more 
that maybe you've forgotten. I want you now to go back and experience, or I now want you to go and experience it maybe for the first time. If this was your first part of the journey, this realm of time and space, this realm of reflection, go now and experience the wholeness of God and experience the fullness of the spiritual universe. And when you have done that, then the fulfillment of fulfillments will take place. You will unite into the oneness of the Lord God, creator of all things. You will unite into the fullness and know yourself as one with all. And all is quiet. All is at peace. And then God will direct you into the next part of your journey. And there's always the next part. Remember I said, God exists only as long as God is ever moving, loving, 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 loving. And it is in the giving and the receiving of that loving. Our journey never ends, but our experience continues to move into wondrous places if we allow ourselves to stay present upon this movement of loving in this wonderful journey of experience. So even once we unite back into the fullness of God, back into the very heart of all creation, we still find that God sends us forth out into the fullness of loving that we now are to fulfill that movement of loving, of giving and receiving. And we enter into the loving of Sat Purush, the Lord of the soul realm. And we move through that loving that Sat Purush sends back to the Lord of all creation. And then we begin to live yet a different experience, an experience beyond the experience of the spiritual universe, an experience beyond experiencing all the different aspects of God in the spiritual universe, we enter into that experience of loving. And that is an experience that no one in this creation will ever be able to put words on. They have written poems about it. They have written songs about it. Music has been played about it but it does not begin to express the truth of what that is. We are all on a journey. The one thing I can say is that we already have reached the end of the journey. We already are in the heart of God. But we are ever also in this movement of loving, ever experiencing in this journey of loving, all that Brian and I are doing is holding for you to wake up to the truth of who you are as soul and for you to wake up to the truth that you are an emanation of the Lord God out of the heart of Sat Purush, the Lord of the soul realm. And for you to wake up and realize that Sat Purush is an emanation out of the Lord God and out of the very heart of God and so are you because of that. And so ultimately, we are here to unite you to the greater truth of you as soul, at the seat of the soul, of you as soul out of the heart of Sat Purush, and you as a divine emanation out of the heart of God through the heart of Sat Purush. 
back into the oneness, the true oneness, the ultimate oneness. And believe me, even beyond that, there's greater things to experience than that. But that's a different story, and that's a different part of the journey. I would ask for you first to begin the journey by sitting down every day and wake up. Wake up to the truth of who I am. Who am I? Am I this world? Am I not? If I'm not this world, then who am I? And find out who that is. Find out who is the I am that resides here. Am I the mind? Am I the emotion? Am I the body? Am I desire? Am I longing? What am I? Who am I? Begin to wake up into that. And the thing that assisted me in that waking up is I didn't want to know who I am. I wanted to know who I am and where it came from. How did I am come into being? If I'm not this body and I'm not a part of this creation, then how did I am come into being? And who is I am? And who manifested it? And how do I get back to that place? You find out what the questions are inside of you, and you let those questions begin to guide you. And they'll take you deeper and deeper into the greater truth, the greater knowing, until finally you will be able to say, I know who I am. I am that I am. I am fulfilled. I am complete. I am whole. I am one. I am loving. I am joy. I am peace. I am gratitude. And know it. Not just say it as an expression of the mind and a hope of the heart, but rather to know it to fulfillment. To be able to look up inside and say, I am loving. I am the manifestation of God. I am the movement of God's loving. And everything I do, I do in loving. And realize that at this level, that you also have these qualities of the physical nature. And they are not necessarily loving and joyful and peaceful because they are not out of the heart of God. They are out of the heart of the Lord of this creation and it is just a poor reflection of the truth. And the poor reflection of the truth can feel empty, can feel longing, can make mistakes, can be untrue, can be unreal because it all is. And so at this level, even when you are walking around going, I am whole, I am complete, I am loving, I am joy, I am a child of God, you may find at times you're also going to be able to look and go, and boy, I'm not. I'm stupid, I'm ignorant, I'm making big mistakes, I bought a whole other wheel of tickets to ride the rides. What's wrong with me? <laughs> You also have a body that likes the rides, that wants to stay in the park, that doesn't want to leave. They're making more cotton candy. What, are you kidding? I'm not going to leave a fresh batch of cotton candy. I want it all. And the body does. The body wants it all. There's never enough food. 
There's never enough alcohol. There's never enough drugs. There's never enough sex. There's never enough money. There's never enough partners in life. There's always something better. It's always greener on the other side of the fence. And we're ever looking for that greener pasture. What Brian and I are here to share with you is the true green pastures that you're longing for. The green pastures that your soul is longing for is in spirit. The pure realm of spirit is a wondrous place to behold, is a wondrous place to reside in. Even while you're in a physical body, to be able to look up and to truly see that is quite remarkable. To really see where you really reside, who you really are, even in the midst of the aches and the pains and the problems of this creation, to know who you really are and not feel limited and not feel challenged and not feel left out and not feel alone, but to feel one, to feel complete right now. Those are the green pastures that the shepherd is here to take the flock to. Those are the green pastures that Brian and I know. Those are the places we want you to go and partake of and to experience of so that you know who you are. You know where you came from and you know where you're going. Those are the three questions that Spirit first gave to me as a child and said, when you know these three things, you will know it all. Who are you? Where did you come from? And where are you going? The Trinity. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Loving, acceptance, and patience. All these different qualities of the Trinity reside within ourselves. The different aspects that we are to come into the understanding of and manifesting of to begin to free ourselves of this creation. So I hope that today this sharing gives you a little bit more of an insight as to who you really are and where you really came from and where you're really going. But believe me, what I've shared with you today is not the answer to those three questions yet. Because those are just words and those are my experiences and they're not yours. Who you really are You've got to find out by meditating and going inside and connecting back to the seat of the soul and saying, oh, my God. That's right. Oh, my God is who you really are. <laughs> Where did you come from? Oh, my God. That's right. You came from God. Where are you going? Oh, my God. That's right. That's where you're going. It's oh, my God. That's the answer to every question in all of creation. And it's funny because I say, oh my God, but for me it was just that. It was like, oh my God. And then I realized, oh my God. And then I realized, oh my God. The God that resides here is my self, who I really am. At any rate, play with it. Have fun with it. Discover it. That's what this journey is about. It's fun and it's not. It's joyful and it's not. And the part that's not 
is the physical. It doesn't understand soul. It doesn't understand spirit because it isn't of spirit. It's of matter. It will never understand the fullness of joy or peace. And even when you as soul experience oneness in the divine flow of loving, the body down here will go, yeah, I don't believe that. That didn't really happen. That was your imagination. That was a dream. That wasn't real. This is real. Feel it. It's real. It hurts. This hurts. This is real. So you have to begin to separate and realize what is true and what is not, what is real and what is not, who is you and who is not, and to begin to live in this physical form but know who is living here. And then you can begin to make choices differently. You can live your life differently, and you are transformed. And the wonderful thing is when you finally let go of this physical body for the last time, and the last breath is taken, you know where you came from and you know where you're going because you know who you are. And you'll just look down and go, bye-bye, I'm not coming back, have a good time, whatever you do, and off you go. And if you're very smart, you never look back. Because the one thing I know that the guy who sells the tickets is ever behind you going, you sure you don't want more tickets? The park's still open, open 24 hours a day. Come on, come on. Don't go anywhere. The park's, everybody's going to miss you. Where are you going? You don't look back. The temptation is too great to buy another ticket. And once you buy one and once you've had a ride again, the temptation is to go for the next ride and the next ride and the next ride and then you've forgotten where you were going. You forget who you were and who you are and who you always will be.